Radio. Foolish Wisdom with Bernard Tatunji. Recently, the federal government unveiled legislation to introduce plain packaging laws for cigarettes, and those laws are now in force. Health Minister at the time, Nicola Roxon, was unequivocal in her determination to put the final nail in the coffin of the tobacco industry. Showing off the new compulsory olive green packaging with the vivid images of clogged arteries, cancerous gums and gangrene-infected feet, the Minister declared, quote, We are going to ensure that in Australia there are no remaining avenues for tobacco companies to market and promote their products, particularly young people. Gone are the days when people can pretend that cigarettes are glamorous, end quote. I have never smoked, have never had any desire to smoke, and nothing frustrates me more than walking down the street and breathing in the secondhand smoke of the person puffing away in front of me. But this latest legislation push does cause me to wonder about the haphazard approach that federal policy takes to the health of its citizens. What is most frustrating is the hypocritical approach given to other public health issues. In this instance, the deceptive and fallacious safe sex campaign that is sold to young people via various well-designed and sexy governmental websites and videos. The official safe sex federal government website tagline is STIs are spreading fast, always use a condom. This is accompanied by a young, naked, attractive couple embracing one another. The message is all about condoms, stopping everything from HIV to chlamydia to gonorrhea. The site contains interactive games and activities to get the condom message across. It even ran a national competition to design a condom tin to make carrying condoms, quote, as normal as carrying your mobile phone, end quote. The problem is that the condom is not dealing with the issue. It is just skirting around it. And the, gov- and the issue which no government in the 21st century would be game enough to speak about is sexual promiscuity. In 2005, the government banned terms such as light, mild, and extra mild on tobacco tobacco packaging as it gave the false impression that some cigarettes were less harmful than others. Yet here we are, just a few years down the track, still telling young people that it is fine to toy with diseases such as HIV and syphilis so long as they enjoy and use a thin rubber sheath. There was a major TV ad campaign run in which the entertaining simplistic message was anyone can get herpes. Anyone who is having promiscuous sex, that is. Before that, there was the highly visible campaign promoting the cervical cancer vaccine Gardasil, which was given out free by the Australian government to any females aged 12 to 26. The aspect that was not highly discussed in the popular media was that cervical cancer comes about as a result of the human papilloma virus, which is a sexually transmitted disease. So instead of speaking to 12-year-olds about the value of who they are and what sex is, we injected them with a vaccine. In these campaigns, we see something very different to what goes on in the war against tobacco. The government is closing down all avenues left for the promotion and sale of tobacco products. Yet in the fight against deadly sexually transmitted infections, the best they can say is wear a condom and get an injection. What they are not saying is that a sexually promiscuous lifestyle is fraught with the risk of disease and heartache. What is needed in the safe sex campaign is an injection of truth. The safe sex message is all about information. It needs to be about formation. What young person wants to put themselves at such high risk of disease? Women who use the pill for four years or longer 
prior to their first full-term pregnancy have a 52% higher risk of cancer than those not on the pill. That sort of risk is seemingly acceptable, yet last year Toyota recalled 26,000 cars because 0.3% of them experienced a slow fluid brake leak. What about the fact that girls who are sexually active are more than three times likely to be depressed as girls who are abstinent prior to marriage? Teenage boys who are sexually active are more than twice as likely to struggle with depression and more than eight times likely to commit attempt suicide. Those who are sexually active prior to marriage have a significantly increased risk of divorce. For a man who marries a virgin, his chance of divorce is 63% lower than a non-virgin. For girls, it is 76% lower when they marry as virgins. Sadly, general Western society has fallen into the pit of relativism. So we are impotent, excuse the pun, to stand up and actually say that promiscuous sex is not glamorous, that it is better to wait until marriage to be sexually active, because there is a far higher chance of happiness on every level, and a genuinely decreased risk of a diseased body and diseased emotions. After all, there is no condom for the heart. Radio.org.au